The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have beracha b'kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Today's daf is being studied there. Lunishmat Avraham ben Esther. Ruh Hashem tnihana began Eden. Amen. We begin today's daf on Ayn He Amud Rishon, and we are three lines down, starting with the words Utlata. There are three Pesukim that are written by Tiruma. One Pasuk is the Pasuk that we've been quoting Ish, Ish, meaning outside Mezera Aharon, right? A descendant of Aharon who Sarua or Zav Either is a Mitzorah or he has Zavut But Kodashim lo Yochal He should not eat Kodashim, which is Tiruma Ad Asher Yitar Until he purifies himself the uh, second pasuk is Uva Hashemesh Vetaher Veahar Yochal Mina Kodashim. The sun will set and then he's able to eat Kodashim, which we explained this to Ruma. And the third pasuk, which was by a Yoledet, that we learned Ad Melot Yeme Tahora. Until the days of Tahara are finished. So then she's able to eat Tirumah. We learned on yesterday's daf that's talking about, let's say, she gave birth to a male, a boy. So therefore she goes to the Mikveh on the seventh night. Or seventh day, and then she's considered an extended tevul yom until the night of the fortieth, and then on that night she's able to eat terumah. So the Gemara is going to question now: What do you need three different pesukim that are teaching me all this law of terumah? So the Gemara says, "Utlata Gemara says, you need the i me'ad asher What if the pasuk says the first pasuk ish ish mezera aharon? Which is talking about Tirumah. And it says he cannot eat Tirumah when he becomes Tameh until he purifies himself. Which means, I don't know, what does it mean, Adashinitar? What's considered Gemar Taharato? What's considered the completion of his Tara? So, so have the other Pasukas to teach me that the completion of his Tara is when the sun sets. That's already when he's able to eat Tirumah. I would say, when does he rely on Ha'idev Shemesh to eat Tirumah? That's only when there's no Korban involved. Aval, Debar Kapara, but in the case where there's Kapara, where there's a Korban, Ema Ademaiti Kapara, I would say maybe you have to wait until he brings his Kapara the following morning. Ketiv Rahmana Admelot. The third Pasuk says, Admelot Yeme Tahara, that until the days of Tahara are finished, which is even before Kapara. That was a case where there was a Korban, that's the case of a Yoledet. Okay, so comes again and says, if the Pasuk would have said, or the Torah just would have said, the third Pasuk, I would have said, even without Tevila, because if you look in Parashat Tazriyah, it doesn't say anywhere in that Parashat that the Yolid goes to the Mikveh. It just says, It just says, Says, if the Torah says only, I wouldn't know 
that she has to go to the mikveh. Haba mina afilu bilot tevila because it doesn't say in that parasha mikveh. It just says she's tamim for seven days, then she waits thirty-three more days, then she eats teruma. So that's why it says kitiv rahmana ad asher yitar. So the pasuk says ad asher yitar, which teaches me mikveh. Look at Rashi. Rashi says. Let's so start from Hecha de la Bar Kapara. Well, I would have thought in the previous Derasha, where she's not a Bar Kapara, the Hakula in Yana, the Baal Betri Iyot Umisura Muskar, the Tamesh Sheritz Umet Mishtai, which is from the Pasuk of Ish Ish Mezela Aaron, Ki Yezav Umetzora. We learned that that Pasuk was talking about where there's no Kurban. It's talking about a Zav that only saw twice. Or Mitzorah, that's a Musgar, that does not bring a Kurban. So from that Pasuk, I would say, when there's no Kurban, that's when you have to wait till sunset. How do I know, even in case where there's a Kurban? So, Ketiv Rahmana, Admelot, De'afilu Yoledet, De'bar Kaparahi, that she is a Bar Kapara, Te'ora Be'erev Shemesh. So comes the, Yemaran says... According to the Tanah, that argues on Tanah de Bishmael, the Amar Bezav Baal Shloshar Iyot, Ubimisuram Muhlata Katu Medaber. We had a Shita, that we're learning till now, which is the Bishmael Shita. In the case of Ish Ish Kiye Zav Mitzorah, we learned that the Zav is talking about, he saw twice, and the Mitzorah is talking about a uh, muskar, which is an early stage of Mesorah, which in both cases you do not have to bring a Korban. Good. But according to another Tanam, they hold that what? That the Pasuk is talking about a Zab that's so three times. And a Mesorah, that's at the final stage. It's considered Mesorah Mukhlat. So what is the Pasuk really telling us? That they cannot eat Korbanot until when? Until they bring their Qurban. Because you can't tell me it's Turumam. Because Turumam you're allowed to eat already at Ha'erev Shemesh. So therefore, according to this Mandama that's on the Pasuk, it's talking about a Zab of three, and a Misurah of Muhlad. So the Gibbara says, I read again. Ulhaq tanad al-padik alayhi tanad al-bini mishma'il. Da'amad, bezaad ba'al gimel ruhiyot. Ubi-misurah mukhlat katu b'dabir. Da'ay ad asher yitar. And this pasuk that said, ad asher yitar means ad the mighty kapara. It means what? Until he brings kapara, which is not going to be able to eat kodashim. What does kodashim mean? Kodashim will mean korbanot. He's not going to be able to eat it until yitar, until he brings his korban. Tere kara'e b'kadashim lamali. We're running two pasukim by Kadashim, which means we have two pasukim now, because we have the Yolidit pasuk. The Yolidit pasuk also is talking about a case of Korbanot as well, and it's telling us what? In the, in the, in the pasuk of the Yolidit, it told us that Vichiper Alea Kohen Vetahera. That once the Kohen brings the Kapara, meaning the Korban, Vetahera is permissible to eat Kadashim. So now we have two pasukim, because he's learning the pasuk of Ish Ish Mezera Aaron, Kiye Zav, Mesorah, talking about a Zav of. Three, where there is a korban, and a mitzvah muhlat. So basically, you have two pesukim that are teaching us the same point. That what? That when there's kapara involved, you have to wait until the uh, kapara, the korban, is brought in order to eat kadashim. So what he needed to say it two times. So comes the Gemara and says, look at that she. Ad asher yitar. Right, that's the first pasuk. Vechiper aleha vetahera. That's why the yoledet. 
Bekadashim lamri lashmi'inan da'ad demaiti kaparam. What do I need to prescribe to teach me that you, you need to carry kadashim until you bring kaparam? So what I said, Sirika, you need them. Di'i ketav rahmana biyoledet. If it just would have said biyoledet, I would say, Mishum demirubah tumata. I would say because she has a long time that she cannot eat Tiruman Kodashim. She has 80 days. So means she gave in the Keva. So she's Tema'ah for 14 days and she cannot eat Tiruman for the next 66 days. So I might have thought, when are you Mahmir uh, that water you can eat Kodashim until you bring a Korban? Maybe because of your lady, where is it Tuma'ah for an extended period of time? Ava Bezav Emalo. But Zav is only a seven-day uh, situation, so I might have you don't have to wait until the Qurban. We go the other way. We can even have a to written by the Zav. tar A Zav, whatever comes out of his body during the time of Zavut is Tameh. However, Aval Yoledet Emalo. But a Yoledet, the lady gives birth during, let's say, the 33 days. After the seven days, the blood that comes out of our body is considered Dam Tohar. And therefore, I might have thought we could be more lenient that you don't have to wait for Kadashim until the Qurban. So therefore, Sirika, that's what I have to say, both of them. So comes Gabran says, Bemaim Yuva Vitame Ada Arif. Okay, what's the full Pasuk over here? Uh, the Pasuk says like this, and I quote it to you. Vechol Asher Yipol Alav Mehem Bimotam. Which means, if anything falls on a keli, we're talking about a keli, you have a vessel, okay? Let's say some tum'ah, shed, it falls on the vessel. So the vessel becomes, tameh, the pasuk, jitma'ah, mekol keli etz, or beged, or or, or sa, kol keli asheli asem melachab dahem. So what are you supposed to do? Bamayim yuva, dip it in the mikveh, vetameh ad arif, right? And it's tameh until the evening, vetayin al chavra, it's talking about so what do you need this pasuk for? We learned already the law of Tirumah that what have of Shemesh. So here it's saying again, you want to use a candy for Tirumah. Okay? So the Hadush of the Torah is that if it became Tameh, you got to put it in the Mikveh and it's with Tameh Ad'arim. So the Gabbana says, what do you need that pasuk for? Lamadi. Isn't that included in the regular deen of Tirumah that needs He'arif Shemesh? Gadashi. Pemaim yuva v'tameh Ad'arim. Al-Kurhach l'Tirumah Aidi. For sure we're talking about Tirumah in this pasuk. How do you know? Middaba'i He'arif Shemesh. Because it says Ayn of Shemesh, right? You need to wait to the night. Lamnali tipukle mi Shemesh v'tahir. We have the regular pasuk about Shemesh v'tahir. What do I need this pasuk of a keli that became tamid? If you want to use it for terumah, you got to wait till the evening. That's the regular deed of a Shemesh v'tahir. So Gemara says, Amar mizera lingi'ah. This is a different thing. This is talking about the law of touching terumah. Not for akhila. That's she. Lingi'ah. Dekradi le'il ba'akhila mishta'eh. Which means... ותמא that a man that's a Tvul Yom that did not wear the area of Shemesh, he will not be able to touch Tirumah. So we learn an extra team. So Gibran says, then Giyad, the Tanya, Vetameh. It says in the Pasuk, by this case of the uh, Keli, it says Vetameh. It's going to be Tameh. Yachol Lakol, which means, are you going to tell me it's going to be Tameh Lakol? What does this mean? Rashi. Vetameh Bemayim Yuva. It says, you put the Keli in the waters. Vetameh. So it says, Sounds like even if you put it in the water, it's Tameh. Because it says, you'll put it in the waters, and it's Tameh. So the Gemara says, 
It's going to be tamir for everything, even after the mikveh. Tamud Omar, reading Rashi, v'tahir. B'delo keti v'yithar, mashma demi'ikara ka'e, kodem ya'irev shemesh. So you have a pasuk like this. V'tameh, you put it in the, um, in the waters, v'tameh, and it's still tamir if you put it in the waters. So remember, it's tamir conclusively. Can't, because the pasuk says, v'tameh ad'ar v'tahir. V'tahir is mashma that it was tahor originally. Because it didn't say v'yithar and it will become tahor. It's mashma, it has a certain status of tahara and a certain status of tum'am. So the Kabbalah says, v'tahir. I v'tahir yachol lakol tamudah v'tameh. Ha'ketzad, kan l'ma'asir, kan which means the pasuk is saying like this: Lemaaser, which maaser sheni, it'll be permissible to use this candy even when when it's tibul yom. So therefore, when it says v'tahed, it means it was tahor already. Which means once you dipped it in the mikveh, even before you waited for the night, v'tahed was tahor at that point over there. Legabe what put maaser sheni in it? Oh, when it says v'tame adarev. That means what? Legabe terumad. You need the erev shemesh. So you cannot even put the item in the candy. Okay, so there's a new law we're learning. There's a law of Nigi'ah. So, what's the opposite way? Why don't you say that what? Maybe I'll tell you, Tiruma, you could put it in the Keli. When it's a Tibul Yom. And maybe Ma'asir Sheni, you have to wait until Head of Shemesh. Just like when it comes to eating Tiruma and Ma'asir, the Achilaz Mohamur, just like by Achilaz Tiruma, you have to wait until the Erev Shemesh, as opposed to Achilaz Ma'asir, it could be a Tibul Yom. So when it comes to the law of Nigi'ah, we're going to say that the laws of Nigi'ah of Tiruma are going to be more Hamur than Nigi'ah of Ma'asir. So what? To put in the kill, you have to wait until the kill you had the Erev Shemesh. And now we're going to apply that to Adam as well. That a human being that became Tameh, uh, <coughs> He won't be able to touch the Ruma until he has Ha'irev Shemesh. That's that Pasuvi. Gemara gives another reason why I would say that Dafka Tiruma, you have to wait by the Keli till Ha'irev Shemesh. Because Nigi'ad Tiruma, the law of Nigi'ad Tiruma, Mehacha Nafka. We learn from the following Pasuk. Bechol Kodesh Lotiga. This Pasuk over here is talking about a. A Yoledet. Yoledet gave birth, right? So it says during the 33 days, let's say for a, man, for a boy that she gave birth to, it says, Kodesh She cannot touch Kodesh. Now what, what is this Kodesh? What type of Kodesh are you talking about? Yomalaf says, Azara le'ochel. Is this an Azara to eating? Or eno ela le'nogeya? Or maybe it's just as literally as it says, Halakha of nogeya, nigi'ad touching. Tamud omar bechol Kodesh lotiga ve'la mikdash lotavo. The next line in the Pasuk says, and she cannot go into the Beit HaMikdash. Makish Kodesh the Mikdash. The word Kodesh is to be compared to the law of the Mikdash. Ma'am Mikdash, Davash Tiyash Bonitilat Neshama'a. In the law of the Mikdash. If she goes into the Beit HaMikdash, which is Tameh, that's already an item that's punishable by Karet. And the Pasuk says, V'nechreta ki et Mikdash Hashem Timeh. So they were just like the case of that she cannot go into the Beit HaMikdash. is an item that can take her life away, which means Nitilat Neshama'a. Af Kodesh, the Vashish Bo Nitilat Neshama, which means eating the Kodesh Bitumah. Eating. Because there's no punishment for Mitah uh, on touching. So therefore, what's we talking about eating, let's say, Tirumah Bitumah, which is it says, there's Mitah Bideshamayim, or let's say eating Kadashim. 
Betumah, which is already the Chayuv, Karet. So comes the Gemara and says, Af Kodesh, Tavash Shishpun, Tana Shama. U ben Gia'an, Itirana Shama Leka. Good. And there's no Karet by, or Pita by, Nigia'an. So interesting. Even though the Pasuk says, Bechol Kodesh lo Tiga'a, it really means to eat. Because we're catching it to the end of the Pasuk, the Sukh Mara Davashi is Mutra Shama. Oh, the high Dav Kibbut Ashon Nigi'ah. So why did the Pasuk write Nigi'ah? Write Achila. Hachi Kamar Nigi'ah. Ka'achila. So the Pasuk is coming to tell me you should know. Whatever the laws of Achila, not to give me punishment, whatever the laws of Tirumah are by Achila, meaning you need Hayat of Shemesh. So too Nigi'ah is the same law as Achila, meaning you need Hayat of Shemesh before you're allowed to even touch the Tirumah. So that's that source of how do you know Tirumah needs Hayat of Shemesh? Because the deen is Nigi'ah is like Achila. Look at Rashi. Nigi'ah ke Achila. Asu lechod, asu If you asu to eat it, you asu to touch it as well, just like the deen of Tirumah. Comes again when I continues. Pesua Daka. We learned in Amish now. We had a case of Pesua Daka. Pesua Daka is somebody that we said that the betim, uh, the testicles were either crushed or uh, 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 damaged in a way where he becomes Pesu Lavo Daka. It's called Pesua Daka. Now, we had a case of here, let's say the fellow married a, he's a Kohen, let's say it's Pesua Daka. He eats Tiruma. Doesn't render him Pesu from Tiruma. Let's say he marries a Bat Israel. So we learned in the Mishnah that she cannot eat Tirumah if they had relations. Because once they have relations, she becomes a Halala, and therefore she loses the rights of the Tirumah. That being said, we learned if it was before relations, so that it'll be okay. Which means if they didn't have relations from the time he became a Psuwa Daka, so she never became a Halala, so she still has a Dina, she's able to eat Tirumah. Now, we remember we had a Mahloke, an earlier Dapin, between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Meir. What was the mahlukat over here? The mahlukat was that somebody that's omed libi'a pisula, a lady that's destined for a bi'a pisula, she didn't make the bi'a yet, but she's destined for a bi'a pisula, does she become pisula to eat tirumah at that point? Rabbi El Azab Rabbi Shimon Mumekin. They said, even though a person's omed, the lady's omed, the bi'a sura, till she makes the bi'a, she's mutated. Rabbi Meir was Mahmid. He said, no, omed at the bi'a, she pisula, already at that point, is pisula. So now the Gemara is going to try to understand our Mishnah in lieu of that mahlog between Rabbi El Azab Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Meir. So the Gemara says the following. Gemara says, Man tana mishtamid the bi'a pisula de oraita akhla. Who's the opinion that says that a lady that's mishtamirit, that she's destined, she's waiting for a bi'ah, pisulat de oraita that she can eat? Because seemingly that's the case of our Mishnah. They were learning our Mishnah, seemingly, this lady over here, the pisulat de kazasu de oraita. And she's a mishtamirit, the bi'ah, pisulat. What is the deen of our Mishnah saying? She can eat. See, so who's that opinion? So, Amar bil Azar bin Mahloket Shinuya, on the subject is a Mahloket, bin Abil Azar bin Abishimoni. But you see, Amishta must be like Abil Azar bin Abishimoni, that a lady that's Mishtamerit le Bi'ah Pesula, even if it's a Bi'ah de Oraita, as long as she doesn't have a Bi'ah, she's permissible to eat the Terumah. So, they're the author of Amishta, that's what Abil Azar said. So, Gabra says, Hanan Amar, Afilu Tema Rabbi Meir. Even Rabbi Meir will be lenient in Amishta. Why? Shaniyaka shekevar akhla. Because our case is talking about she ate already, which means the guy wasn't a psuwa daka when they got married. The guy was a regular kohen. So therefore, he fed her. Because he's a kohen, she's about to say she eats. 
Oh, then he became a psuwa daka. So as long as they didn't have, she didn't have a bia after he became a psuwa daka, but she was eating already from before beheted, even a bimi'ir will be maskeem. So therefore we have a big mahaloket, Rabbi Azar and Rabbi Yohanan, who the author of Amishnah is. Rabbi Azar said, the author of Amishnah is who? Rabbi Azar and Rabbi Shimon. Because this is a regular case of Mishtamir Lebi'ah Pesula, which is Mutar. Which means he doesn't make this Hiluk in Rabbi Meir like Rabbi Yohanan does. Rabbi Yohanan said, don't leave me Rabbi Meir. And I will say Rabbi Meir holds that the only time Mishtamir Lebi'ah Pesula is if she never ate before. Right? But if she ate, it's okay. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Azar Shekevar Akhla Lo Amrina. He doesn't go with this Sevara Rabbi Azar Shekevar Akhla. Because otherwise he could have made the Mishtamir Lebi'ah Meir. The fact that he didn't make the Mishtamir Lebi'ah Meir, he doesn't, he doesn't care even though Shekevar Akhla doesn't matter. Mimi is going to say she's now omitted the Biyapa Sulah. She loses her rights for Terumah. Why did he say that? So then you're going to take the Sevara. A you Yisrael is married to a Kohen. She eats, right? Umet Ba'ala. And then let's say her husband died. Tokal. Why do you say she should continue eating because she ate already? Which means if you're going to go with the Sevara that you're proposing with Yohanan, take it even further. Which means take it because a Bat Yisrael that married to Kohen. She ate. So I don't care if the guy does, she should still continue to eat. I mean, the law is not like that. So Rabbi Yohanan answers back. You're not comparing a good comparison. Over there, when the Kohen died, there's no more Kinyan. The Bat Yisrael is alone. So I don't think she ate, she continue eating. Here, even though there's Bi'af Pesula, but Pesula the still married her. So therefore the Kenyan is still a Kenyan. So there's an inherent difference between the two cases. So therefore just for the record comes out that we have a mahluk at Rabbi Al-Azhar and Rabbi Yohanan who the author of Amishnah is. Rabbi Al-Azhar says the author of Amishnah is Rabbi Al-Azhar and Rabbi Shimon. That says, Wa'amishtamir Rabbi'a Pesula Muterit. And then the case is talking about uh, even if they, she ate already, it's still Rabbi Al-Azhar and Rabbi Shimon. Comes Rabbi Yohanan says, no. The case is talking about where she ate already and therefore can even be Rabbi Meir. And Rabbi Azar comes along and says, no, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that Sevara. Because if you can agree with that Sevara of Rabbi Meir, that once already she ate already, she's okay. So give a case of Mike, they said that married a Kohen. She ate already, once the guy dies, she continue eating. Rabbi Azar comes back and says, no comparison. There, there's no more Kinyan. Paka Kinyane. Masheikh, and over here, the Pesuwa of still around. Kaza Gibran continues. Okay, now the Mishnah, our Mishnah brought what is considered a Pesuwa Daka that's not allowed to come into the uh, Kahal. Right? Okay, we have two uh, people. We have a Pesuwa Daka and a Krut Shavcha. Pesuwa Daka, as we learned, is the Betzim, uh, the, the testicle is Pesuwa, literally crushed. And then you have Krut Shavcha where the member is actually severed. So comes the Gemara and says, Tarurabanam. Ezu Pesuwa Daka. What is considered a pesuah daka that's forbidden to come into the kahal? Kol shenifsa'u besim shelo. If the besim were nifsa', nifsa' like a, like a pizza, they were uh, say uh, uh, blemished. What's the word? The right word? Where is that? Wounded. Wounded. Okay. Even one of them. Vafilu nikbu. Even if they were punctured. Vafilu nimoku. Nimoku is like they were, um, Rashi says, like dissolved. Rashi says, Mahmat Makkah, it was a certain, let's say, blemish on them, or Makkah, injury on them. Nimoku, they became small by themselves. Vafilu Hasru, Rashi says, even if they just, let's say, got smaller, Kotsu, already that's considered a Pesu Adaka. 
Amar Bishwe Brosom Yohanam Beroka, Shamalti Bihachim, so I heard from the Hachimim Bekerim Beyavne, that was the Yeshiva, they called it Kerim Beyavne, because they used to sit in the formation like a Kerim, like a vineyard. Kol She'en no Ela Betza Ahat. If a guy, let's say, was born with one Betza, Eno Ela Sris Hama. He is considered a Sris Hama. What is a Sris Hama? Sris Hama is considered somebody that was born or somebody that uh, got sick. Hama is like fever. Minas <clears throat> Shamayim, he got sick, uh, and therefore he became a Pesuah uh, Daka. That does not make a person a Pesuah Daka in Torah. Which means only when it happened by something he did. But if it's natural causes, means he got sick or something like that, that's considered it happened. So the Gemara is saying like this, a guy that was born with one betza, uh, so he has a deen of a slis hama. Look at that, she slis hama. Oh, we'll go one, uh, one more step. The Gemara says, Eru ela slis hama, the kasher. And therefore it's kasher, he's not considered asur. So the Gemara says, slis hama salkadatach? What's your analogy to a guy that was born with one betza, to a guy that got sick? Well, what's the what's the question? Look at that. She slis hamas agadatach. Has slis hamad bides shamai mahmat holy. Right, slis hamad comes because of a sickness. Ve'ah lav holyu. This guy didn't get sick. He was just born that way. So what's your comparison when you tell me the guy was born with one betza? He's a slis hamad. That's not called a slis hamad. So the Gemara says, okay. El harehu kislis hamad. He has a din like a slis hamad that is going to be kasher. Rashi, Telo asra Torah el apsuad vedach vecharut. The Torah is only osir when the guy did something to it. Where there was an action he did. But if it just happened by itself, for example, a shabbat because of sickness or something like that, it's okay. So similarly, if a guy was born with one betzah, so that's like a a apsuad dakah as well. Kavz Gemaran says, V'nikav lo molid. Now the assumption of the Gemara is over here that the reason why Psuwa Daka is a suit to come into the Kahal because he's not able to have children. And one of the cases we said over here is if the uh, if the, one of the Betzim was Nikav, it was punctured. So the Gemara asks, Nikav <coughs> Are you coming that if a guy has the, one of the Betzim is punctured, he cannot uh, have children? There's a certain guy climbed up a uh, palm tree. And what happened? One of his betzim got um, uh, punctured by a thorn that was on the tree. Okay, so it causes betzim, one of the betzim to get punctured. So what happened? Like a pus of zera came out of it. But he still had children. So you see what? A punctured betzah. We have a story. Guy had a punctured betzah, even though it oozed out uh, mugla, this uh, zera. But at the end of the day, he still had children. So Gibran says, Hashalach Shemuel Kamederav. The end of that story is that Shemuel sent in front of Rav and said, Va'amar le, al-banav him. Go check where his children wow. are. Which means he was hoshed the children of Mamzerim. Wow. Which means it's not his children. Impossible. If he had such a uh, damage, you have to question his children. So therefore it stands true. If a person has a punctured betzah, he cannot have children. I, that guy, there was a story. Well, question the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, if the children were kosher b'klal. Because she says, second line, may I in him, third line, Santa Ishto. Maybe his wife has snoot. I don't know. Maybe that's where the children came from.
comes to Gemara and says, Adabiuda, Amar Shemuel, Pesua Daka Bideshamayim Kashir. Which means, if he was born that way, or let's say that she says a case where he became a Pesua Daka through natural causes, for example, through thunder, Ramim Ubarad, I'm not exactly sure how a person can become a Pesua Daka with thunder. Maybe he got scared and that caused something to happen over there. In any event, it says Kashir. Because what? So long as it did not happen by Adam, it just happened naturally. So he's Mutalavo Bakahal. Okay? And the same thing would be by a Krut Shafcha. Let's read Rashi. Rashi says. ביד um, so he writes, Ubetama Davar, he says, Yeshikatav Sherova Mahalot Baot Ladam Mahmat Trashlutu Peshiabishvira Begufo. Which is, we have a. Um, from, from Rashi, it's Mashma only these cases, but not sickness. Because he didn't say sickness. Rashi said, In this time, we gave a case of thunder, we gave a case of Barad, or whatever, a person gets sick. So the Rosh says, No, Rashi didn't write sickness because. If a person gets sick, he did it to himself. He's a poshaya. A Muslim, he brought the sickness upon himself because he wasn't watching his health. So that's not considered already to be the Shamaim. He says, Only problem with the Rosh is, all the Ahrim ask, Rashi on the Amud Rishon said clearly, that if he had a fever, that's considered. So therefore, what's the Rosh being Midayek from Rashid? He didn't say fever, because fever is considered to be the Adam. Right? That's the question that they all ask on the, uh, on the Rosh. So you have to say that, that which Rashi said over here, Kegon Re'amimu Barad, he just gave examples. You have to say, Vihu Adin, Holy also is going to be considered. Right? You have to say that, because otherwise Rashi sorted himself from Namud Rishon to Namud Beit. Okay, so comes again and says, Amar Abidama Shemar, Pesua Dekav Deshamayim Kashir. Amar Ravah, Hainu Dekarinan Pesua Daka. That's why we read the Pasuk, Pesua, Velo Karinan Ha-Pasua. Which means, Ha-Pasua means that he is Pasua. Meaning he was born that way. Pesua, Mashma, is something happened to him, that he did something. So therefore, from the word Pesua, it's Mashma, something was done to him, be the Adam, as opposed to Ha-Pasua, the Pasua that was born that way. The the Brayta, we have a different proof for this. Right, we have two Pesukim. They are next to each other. A pesuah that cannot come into the kala and a mamzer cannot come into the kala. So Gabriel Doresh, ma'al alam bide adam, afkam bide adam. Just like a mamzer doesn't just happen, a mamzer happens to the actions of men. So to a pesuah that is talking about what happened to the actions of men. Okay, comes the Gabriel and says, it says in the pesuah, pesuah daka and krut shafcha. 
Now, the Gemara is going to say that there's really uh, three different type of blemishes that we're talking about over here. You have a pitsua. Pitsua, like we said, it's, uh, it was injured or it was uh, bruised or something. That daka. Daka means dicha. Dicha means crushed. And then you have krut. Krut means it was cut. So you have three words over here. Yeah? You have pitsua, daka, kirut. So the Gemara now is on these words. Amarava pasua bekulan. If any of the organs of reproduction become patsua, he's out. Dach bekulan. Or crushed in all the organs. Or karut bekulan. So each one of these three applies to any of the uh, organs of reproduction. The Gabriel explains. Pasua bekulan, which means if it's like a bruised or injured, benchin of sa'gid. Whether it's the actual member itself, ben shenifsiru betzim, or it's the betzim, ben shenifsiru chute betzim. Whether the chute betzim would be like the uh, very the strings that uh, uh, bring the zera from the betzim into the into the eved, and chutim the veins will call them. So even those, if there's, if they became uh, um, pesua, right, damaged, so also is considered pesua daka. Now we get to the next case. Dach bechudan, crushed. Ben chini dach agid, ben chini dchu betzim, ben chini dchu chote betzim. Karut bechudan, ben chini chrat agid, ben chini chretu betzim, ben chini chretu chote betzim. Amale ha'umer abanan lerava. Okay, so there's certain hakam uh, said lerava. Mimai daip suah daka beotomakom. It says pesuah daka. How do you know that's in the uh, organs of reproduction? It's crushed, it's cut. What's cut? Imam Mirosho. Maybe it means his head. Which is, how do you know from the Pasuk that it's talking about the Evan? Maybe it's his head. How do you know it's talking about that part of the body? So give us mana bedorot. From the fact that the Torah did not list generations, meaning by all the Isurim in the Torah that you're not allowed to marry, for example, in Egyptian it says, Dor Shilishi third generation. That implies what? Because they can reproduce. Mm-hmm. By a Mamzer it says, even Dor Asiri cannot come into the Kaal. But there can be generations. Here it doesn't say anything about generations, it just says, Lo Yavo. Mashma, it's a blemish that cannot cause generations. That's why I didn't mention the generations. Almost we're talking about the organs of reproduction. Maybe it's talking he has a blemish in his head. And the reason why he didn't list generations is because his generations are permissible. Maybe he's family. He has a crunch of God in his head. He's asud to come into the Ka'al. But his children are permissible. That's why he didn't list generations. Gabra says, Dumya de crunch shafcha. Ma crunch shafcha be otomakom. Which means the gid, the member is called shafcha because it spills out meraglaim or it spills out zera. So therefore, just like the, the pasuk krut shafcha is talking about the, the member of the, the reproduction, so too when it says pesua um, daka is also talking about the uh, organ of reproduction. So we're learning pesua daka from krut shafcha. The evidence is called Shafcha, because it spills out. So therefore, just like we know that's talking about uh, the evidence of reproduction, what it says, Psuadakar also means the, uh, the uh, reproduction. So Gabra says, Ukhrut Shafcha Gufe Mimai Debe Okom Makomu. 
Now we challenge that. Who told you Kruch of Kaz even in that place? Where is it going to be? Ema misifte. Maybe it means in his lips. Which means Kirut Shavka, his lips got uh, uh, cut or uh, broken, and therefore what's coming out? Shavka, what's coming out? Saliva. Kirut Shavka, he became uh, cut and the saliva is coming out. So Kazakh says, Shofcha Ketiv. Bimkom Sheshofech. Which means the word Shofech is only Matim by the Ever, by the Gid. Why? Because even if he has a cut in his mouth, so the saliva he spits out. Which means he's zorek from his mouth. Even if there's a cut in his lips, masheinkem. When it comes to the the ever, the zera just comes out, right? It comes out by some shofech out or the the, the merak lime. So the, the word shofcha is more appropriate by the ever than it is by the by the mouth. Rashi says upiv enos shofech ela zorek lemarok, which is even if he has a cut in his lip, he starts to spit out the uh, the, the saliva, right? But when it comes to the Ever, it just uh, it just spills out. Oh, so the Gemara says it just spills out. What about his nose? His nose, do I think it just comes out by itself? Not even without that, it can still come out by itself. So it comes the Gemara and says, Miketiv Bishfoch Kerut Shofcha Ketiv Misha Al Yede Kerita Shofech Shelo Al Yede Kerita Eno Shofech Ela Mekalayah which means, the Gemara is saying like this, it's saying, Krut Shafcha. From the fact that this is Krut Shafcha means, it's only Shafcha as a result of the Krut, because it was cut. The Eved, before it's cut, doesn't spill out. It, uh, it goes out, let's say regularly. It spouts. When it's cut, it spills. The nose, however, even without being cut, Spills out. So therefore, for the fact that this is Krut Shafcha, that it's only Shafcha Mahmat Krut, it cannot be talking about the nose, that's Shafcha even without Krut. That's the way it said, Miketiv Bishfoch Kerut. Does it say Shfoch first? No, it says Kerut Shafcha. It says Kerut first. So it's got to be cut. Manita Tana, Manita Brighta says a different source. Neemal lo Yavop just the mamzer. Where does the mamzer come from? From the otomakom. That's how you make mamzerim. And the connection psuadaka also is talking about the same place. That's how you know it's talking about the area of reproduction. So we have two sources to teach us the psuadaka and kruchavka is actually talking about the uh, the ever. Okay, now the Gemara is going to discuss um, different dinim regarding psuadaka. We learned in our Mishnah that if let's say Nishtayer Begid Mina Atara Hareu Kashir, which means on the Ever itself there's what's called the Atara. Atara in English they call it the corona. That's the, the starting the fleshy part of the Ever that's above the Gid. Okay? So we said in the Mishnah that so long as even there's a sliver of that basar intact, that would mean the whole gid is intact. You just have a sliver of the uh, atara and downwards, mean towards the ground. It's already permissible. It's not considered a kruchavcha or a psua. That was the deen of our uh, mishnah. So now the gemara is going to analyze nikav lemata meatara shekinegdo lemala meatara, which is let's say there was a puncture. 
that she learns the case is punctured on a on a slant. What's the case? Let's say it started this hole lemata mina atara, right? Again, the atara going down means towards the ground. So the hole went into the atara, to, to the fleshy part, but on a diagonal, and it came out in the avid itself. It came out in the gid. So now the question is: There's only one hole in the gid. It's not a hole on both sides. The hole starts on the front where the the, the, the basar is. And it goes from the basar into the evidence hole. So the question is, does that make him a basurat? So it says, Nikav lemata me'atara. Lemata me'atara is towards the ground, in the fleshy part. Shikinigdo. And it came out, lemala me'atara. Above the atara is where the gid is. Right? What type of hole is that? Like I said, on a, uh, on a diagonal. Savar bichayabar abad achsureh. So you want to say it's kashir. Because since it's not a full hole in the gid, it's only all coming out of the bottom. So comes again what Ran says. Amar le Rabbi Aseh, Hachi Amar Rabbi Yosu ben Nevi, Atara Kolshi Me'akevet, which means Kolshi, which means from the Atara and above, which means by the Eber. Even a Kolshi that's missing, already that's considered already Psuah Daka or Kruchavcha. That's a Kruchavcha, I should say, and that would be Asur. <coughs> to come into the kahal, even a drop, a koshi, which means even though it's not a full hole, the hole starting really in the front. We said the front is not a problem. The problem is the gid itself. So even though it's coming out of the bottom, the hole, the top is not punctured. Doesn't matter. It's koshi already. It's already going to be asur. <coughs> now the gemara continues. Yativ Ravina became bayale. Ravina was sitting in the shiur and he had a question. We said in the Mishnah that so long as you have, let's say, even a string of from the Atara and down, right towards the ground, even you have a little piece left over there, Kashir. So it says, Which means that which you said that you have a hut, uh, that's a string's worth, let's say, a kyotasara, a hair's breadth, Alpenekula. Which means, is it according to the whole circumference of the area, or alpeneruba, or even a, a minority? Now, how does he say that in the uh, things? I want him to explain that question. <laughs> is it in the majority, or is it is it kula? Did they mean that a hair's breadth must remain along the face of the entire corona, or along the face of a majority of the corona? Okay, so what does that mean? That even, even, even if it's not majority, there's a minority missing of it. Whether it's still considered okay. Or not. Well, look at the answer. It's the majority. Which means, uh, so long as the majority is, is, is missing, which means they're learning like this. Let's, 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 let's get the Mitsuit over here. You have the Gid. Then you have the Atara. Then you have a fleshy part that goes down towards the ground. But the Gemara is saying, what the Mishnah is saying is, a, is okay, is I don't care about the fleshy part in the front. That already, even if it's totally cut, so long as by the Atara, it's intact, it's okay, that's the main thing. By the Atara, which is close to the Gid, that's the main area that we're concerned about. 
which means, uh, let's say um, the, uh, the the front part is uh, totally intact, but let's say by the gid itself is cut, is, is uh, severed over there, so it's not good. So therefore, the ikar is saying the way the Lashon Gemara is milohut al pener ruba. It's the majority uchlaper resha. Kaper resha is the by the by the atara. That's the resha, which means by the resha, which is close to the gid itself. That's the area that we're talking about cannot get uh, severed totally. Mashiach in the front is not a problem. The way it says vedavki keshashiul shemilahot uchlaper resha shel atara nu betzad alion shela. That's the top part. But if Nechrat Agid Gofen Shebesad Alion En Shiur Min Atara Melo Achut Let's say by the Atara You don't even have a hair's breadth Af Apish Nishter Ruba Besad Tachton Shel Agid Even on the bottom of the Gid you have A lot Hareu Pasul So again the main point that this Gemara is saying The Ikar Pasul is by the Atara that's close to the Gid And now the Gemara says Amar Avuna And now we discuss how is it cut There's different cuts Kulmus Keshera. If the ever was cut like a kulmus, kulmus is a quill. Now, if you ever saw how they make a quill, what they do is they make like a uh, diagonal cut down, where they shave it. Okay? So now let's discuss if you had the ever and the ever, the front of the ever, let's say, right, in the fleshy part over there, let's say it was cut on a diagonal, which means they shaved it down, let's say. They didn't pierce a hole through it. It was just cut uh, down like that. That's like a kulmus. Right. Shafing it. Okay. So it says, kulmus keshera. It's considered keshera. Why is it considered keshera? We'll see why. Kimarzev pesula. Marzev is like a gutter or pipe. Which means, let's say there was a, they bored a hole. Then they hollowed out an area. Like a merzev, so that's already pisula. <laughs> so the Gemara says, what's the reason? Why is merzev pisula? Hai shalit ba'avira, hai lo shalit ba'avira. It seems for the zera to be functional or to work, it's got to be hot. If it's not going to be hot, it's not going to be zera. When there's a hole like a pipe, the air goes in. There's air pocket, so the air cools it off. Mashiach, when it was just shaved on the top, so the air goes on top of it, but it doesn't go in, it doesn't rest in the cavity. So that's the shitar I want to say, kulmos is better than marzev. Was that amar? The opposite. Marzev keshera. Marzev is better. Kulmos pesula, hai garid vahai no garid. Which means for the zera, for the zera to come out, that's the rub against the inside of the rehem of the lady. So therefore, if it's hollowed out, but it still has the same width, and therefore when it goes into the lady, it will rub against the lady's rehem I mean, in order to bring zera. Mashaykin, if it's shaved like a kulmus, so part of it's not going to touch. Because it's not, uh, it's not the same width all around. So therefore it's not garid, it's not going to rub, and therefore it's not going to make zera. So he learns the sevara, hafukhan. It makes sense like Rav Huna to say Kulmos is okay. Why? Because again, the air is the main factor. Because bottom line, when it's a cavity like a marzev, like a pipe, there's air in the air gets in there, it cools everything off. Mashiach, when it just shaved down like a kulmus, there's no air. Ah, you told me, you told me it's not going to rub. It's no different than a spigot 
that plugs up the barrel, which means not all of the spigot touches, only the the end of it tightens and touches the rubs against the walls of the barrel where it forms the uh, the, the tightness. So therefore, the same thing over here. You're right. The whole ever is not going to touch the walls of the rehaim, but which the end of it will, which is the thick part will touch it. So even though, let's say, the part that was shaved down, it's not going to touch because it's narrower there. So what? Which means it's able to produce zera from the from the thick part by, uh, by, by becoming contact with the rehaim. Just like the spigot. Not the whole spigot is touching the uh, the walls of the barrel, only the, the, the end of it. Say to it's no problem. Amaleh ravina lemoremor. Amar morzutra nishemed rapapa hilcheta. What's the halacha? Ben ke kolmos, ben ke marzev ke shera. Whether it's like a kolmos, whether it's like a marzev, it's kesha meaning mutala baba kahal. So it says, Miu mevayale ravina, ask the question to Moremor. Le mata meatara o le maala? He says, when we're talking about this case over here, is it le maala meatara, meaning towards the gid? Or we're talking about that this is happening by le mata towards the ground. So he says, Peshita de lemala ma'atara. Which for sure the discussion over here is lemala ma'atara, which means by the atara close to the gi. That's no shayla over here. The isra kadak lemala ma'atara, lemata ma'atara, afidu nekleta gi nameh. Which means we learned by the fleshy part, that's the thing we consume. In the front of the evid, that's towards the ground, that part, even if it's totally cut off, we said it's nothing. The whole concern is by the atara, it's close to the gi. So that'd be nice to the question. Well, when we're discussing it, Hollowed out, or it's uh, shaved out, like a, like, a, like a kumus. And which area are we talking about? The, the, by, by, by the by the ever, by the atara that's close to the gi, that part, or we're we talking about the the front. So he says the front, which means uh, the mata. Let the whole thing be cut off. What do we care about that? That's not the issue. The issue is by the atara that's close to the gi. So the Gemara says, "Verabina leshabushe lemoremor hu the answer. He was just trying to uh, trick him to see if he knows what he's saying. So he asked him question. What are you talking about? The mata or the mahalas? What do you mean the mata or the mahalas? Only talking about the area that's next to the gi. We're not talking about the, the front part. Front part's nothing. Okay, you're right. They just wanted to to, to, to trip him up, uh, to, to, to sharpen him up. Okay, comes the Gemara and concludes and says. There was a certain uh, case where a guy had a ever, and the ever was cut like a marziv. It was hollowed out. Okay, so I came in front of the rabbi. I want to know now is mutalavo makahal mor So mor he shaved off the top to turn him into a marziv. I'm sorry, to turn him into a kulmus. To make him kashir. Which according to this rabbi, he said only kulmus is kashir. This guy came in, he has an air with a hole in it. Right? It's hollowed out. Hollowed out, the air goes in. Air pocket, no good for the zera. So what did he do? He turned him from a marzev uh, into a kulmus. How? He shaved it down. Now it's not a cavity anymore. Which is now the air cannot collect inside, it just goes above it. And now, you're right, what about the gari? So the top of it will be rubbing against the thing, and therefore, it's okay. So then we see that he holds, not like the first shita. The first shita says, Ravina, Halakha, Benke Marzev, Benke Kulmus, Kashir. He holds, no, only Marzev is Kashir. So when the guy came to him like a, uh, I'm sorry, only Kulmus is Kashir. So when the guy came to him like a Marzev, he turned him into a Kulmus. Amen, amen.